Hey y'all, it's Dr. Kylie with the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast and it is 2023. Where has the time gone? We began this in 2020. Would have never known what I would be doing now and what information would be out there about our health. I am so glad that you have taken the time to learn about your health and what you can do to be in charge of it and to be in control of it and to learn about your blood work, what your blood work really says right here on this podcast. In fact, if you could do me a big favor, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, take a screenshot picture of it, send it to my team. We'll get you something good just for doing that. If you are a practitioner and you don't have a thriving virtual practice, you need one. That's what In This Together Live is all about. It's happening in February 20th, 21st, and 22nd in Orlando, Florida. Yes, this is an in-person event where I get to meet you and hug you and help you grow the practice of your dreams so you can have more time, locate more freedom of time, location freedom, and financial freedom. But now is the time to do it. You've got to have a thriving virtual practice. The doors are wide open. And who knows what's going to be available in two years. So let's get this done now. Let's build you a thriving virtual practice in just two days. Come join me and other world-class experts in Orlando, Florida at the Wyndham Grand Resort on February 20th, 21st, and 22nd this month. Well, this year. So next month, grab your ticket at drkylieburton.com slash in-this-together-live. It's got all the details and there are only 200 seats available. So grab yours before it fills up. I guarantee it's going to fill up. And I also guarantee you ain't going to want to miss this. It's going to be the thing that blows up your practice so you can help more people while saving your time, saving your energy and having more impact. And who doesn't want to meet in person nowadays? I need to meet you and I need to give you the biggest hug and tell you, you got this. You are a genius. Let's just get more people knowing that your geniusness exists. And I'll see you in Florida next month. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Today, I have a very special guest. We've been able to connect so many times, but never like in this setting where we can communicate back and forth. In fact, we've been talking for like 30 minutes already. And I'm like, okay, let's hit record. (laughs) So Molly's coming to us from Idaho, Meridian, Idaho, which is just outside of Boise. And we were just talking like, hey, you know, Russell Brunson's at her charity event and she goes to the dentist with his wife. And it's just, you're an entrepreneur, you know who Russell Brunson is anywhere across the world. So that's uh, his uh, hometown. Molly is a nutritionist and they're opening up gyms in the area. So we're going to talk about nutrition and do it in a, in a way where you don't feel guilty. Because even I grab my chocolate and I still eat my chocolate. So, all right, Molly, take it over. So just like a little intro, um, I suppose I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and I, and I have a personal, um, I'm a certified personal trainer too. And so really what brought me to the space. Like before I was a functional nutritionist, I was actually a music therapist. That's what I graduated from college as. And I love music and you can see my, my piano behind me. It's still super, um, a big part of my life, but I was like always that little skinny. Did you know I play the piano too? Uh -uh. (laughs) I'm the organist at church. Same. I'm always the organist and something else. (laughs) 
Yeah. I love that. Always, always. That's cool. So, so we, we connect on music too. Um, but yeah, so I was just like that skinny kid who didn't really care about what she ate. And then I, you know, got married and had babies and started having a lot of health problems and like these cyclical bacterial infections. And um, the doctors were putting me on rounds and rounds of antibiotics and my health condition just kept coming back. It kept getting worse. It turned into like weight gain and anxiety and depression and um, psoriasis and skin stuff. And like the list goes on. I was just getting sicker and sicker and I didn't know what was going on. Um, but ultimately after about two and a half years, I was like, okay, done. Like I have to step away from what is not working because I'm getting worse and worse. The doctors don't know what to do with me anymore. They just keep throwing more antibiotics at me. And so I'm like, okay, I'm stepping away and I'm going to start doing some of my own research. So I just got on the computer, me and my husband together, we started researching my symptoms and natural ways to like try to heal and balance the body. And I found the world of functional medicine, functional nutrition. And so I plugged into a gal who changed my world, doing what I now get to do, using nutrition and supplementation and lifestyle changes as a form of medicine. And so ever since then, I was like, this is my new passion. This is my new calling because I feel like there are so many men and women, but my business, I've really started to hone in on women kind of in that age range of like 30 to 50s, 60s, as they're going through hormonal changes and, and body changes and whatnot. But um, I have now been a testament to this. And I know at that point in time in my life too, like there are so many women who are settling for feeling less than their best, who um, don't remember what feeling good feels like, who see these changes that are happening to them and, you know, chronic fatigue and inflammation and pain and, and gut problems and, and being weight loss resistant and hormonal problems. They just see that as like, oh, it's just how it is. Or the doctors don't know what's wrong with me, or I don't know what to do. I've tried all the diets. I've tried all the things. Nothing's changing. I'm feeling stuck. I'm not getting better. And I'm frustrated and feeling hopeless. And so I just took that as my avenue, like that I found this path that is so healthy and so simple and so natural. And so then I wanted to bring that to other women. So that's kind of what brought me into this world. And then really I have created a system. I call it the healthy, happy, whole system, which is kind of like what you were alluding to, like nutrition in a way that feels good and takes the guilt and the shame out of it, takes the word dieting out of it, right? And it really is a progress over perfection pursuit and an 80, I, I like to teach what I call the 80, 20 principle, but really the healthy, happy whole uh, method is built off of the six pillars of health. So one of the things that I talk a lot about with my clients is not just physical, but also the physical, the spiritual, the mental, emotional, and that all three of those are intrinsically tied together. So within my six pillars of health, we work on nutrition, we work on hydration, we work on exercise, we work on stress management and sleep and personal and spiritual development and growth um, so that we can pull all three of these pieces of long-term health and wellness together to have a really healthy lifestyle. Not only can they reverse disease, balance their body, they can reclaim their right to vibrant health and then create a system that works for them long-term that is simple, that is healthy, that is sustainable. So I wrote down really quickly the six pillars of health. Is this the same thing? Nutrition, hydration, exercise, sleep, mental health. 
spiritual health? Yeah, those are my six pillars. So the method is based off of those six pillars. And then I also have uh, what I call the six steps of success. And so within my programs and with my one-on-one -on -one clients, I teach them these steps. And it, those six steps are mindset, creating habits and routines, guiding principles. So I have like these guiding principles that I created, um, plan in advance. So when, what we're intentional about and what we think through before things happen or, or, or what show up for us, right? And then accountability and not external accountability, but I teach internal accountability and then tracking and not tracking like counting your calories, tracking your um, process so that you can then see where the holes are and make adjustments. I think I missed one because I got mindset habits, guiding principles, accountability, tracking, plan in advance. Plan in advance. Yeah, plan in advance, accountability, and tracking. Would you mind going into a, each one of those a little bit? Mindset, starting with? For sure. So mindset is huge, right? And you know this. <laughs> so many of Mindset the, is like the everything. The, the foundation of yeah. everything we you ever do, no matter exactly. if it's nutrition, entrepreneurhood, yeah. whatever it is, mm -hmm. mindset will make or break you. Yep. We have to go on that journey, whatever it is that we're trying to improve upon in our lives. We have to be willing to do the work to uncover those things, those subconscious beliefs, those limiting beliefs that keep us stuck. And when we're talking specifically, like you said, it can apply to any aspect of your life. But when we're talking specifically about health and wellness, um, you know, that's what keeps people just following back down that rabbit hole over and over and over. And they just become these yo-yo dieters, right? They see a little bit of progress. They start to, um, you know, they make some of these changes. They use some initial willpower, but they never do some of that mindset work. They never uncover those things, create new neural pathways in the brain new coping uh, skills so that then when it gets hard, like there's something that I call the emotional cycle of change. When they're in that valley of despair of this emotional cycle of change, they haven't done the mindset work that they needed to get through that emotional phase of the cycle. So then they fall back down the rabbit hole. They lose their results. They say this, this or that didn't work for me because of this or that, right? They kind of give away their power and then they try to find the next thing, the next thing, the next quick fix, the next new diet program. Yeah, especially in the nutrition world. Oh my gosh, yes. And so we have to do that work. Like I have a 12-week program and the first four weeks of a 12-week program is all priming the brain, uncovering limiting beliefs, creating new neural pathways, making really powerful mindset shifts because I don't think we can create a healthy lifestyle until we do that, we have to be willing to step into it and do that work. I agree. I love it. Okay. Second is habits. Habits and routines. So I love um, a couple of books, but one book that I really love is, uh, oh, now that I'm talking to you, I'm not going to, oh, Atomic Habits, Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. So he talks about, you know, that 1% better. And, and he talks about creating really simple habits and routines around things. And when we can work on one simple habit or routine at a time, working on that 1% better every single day, then these habits and routines become intrinsic for us. So for example, um, exercise. A lot of people struggle with creating a habit or a routine around exercise. And once you start in a really simple way and you work on that and you use some of these other principles that I teach, pretty soon exercise will become intrinsic for you. So that's how it is for me. So 
there are things that I still struggle with that are not habitual for me, but exercise is one of those things that over the years has become just a part of who I am. So whether I'm on vacation or I'm home, it doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing, what kind of life stressor gets thrown at me. I have such a hardwired now habit of exercise that it happens. And I have to be adaptable sometimes. Sometimes I can't go to a gym. Sometimes I need to do some body weight exercises or take a walk instead. Um, so I'm adaptable within that habit and routine. Uh, but it, it happens because I also say, you know, exercise burns my crazy, which it really does. So the reward is, you know, now also intrinsic. What The benefits that I get from exercise feed the habit and the routine. And so that's just one example of what I help my clients create. I help them create these really simple habits and routines around the six pillars of health. And we start really foundationally. We have what we call the, the um, transformational 10 habits. And it's some 10 foundational habits that I teach to my clients. And we work on those until they have those created, those habits and routines created. And then we help them customize them. Okay, what's the next thing you want to improve? What's the next habit or routine you want to build? And then we help them customize it from there. So it's like nutrition and lifestyle coaching all smashed into one. Oh, totally. Life, <laughs> yep. You could call yourself a life coach too. I know. It's funny because... I don't have a life coach certification, but you definitely do that work. Like I, I've got the education and the knowledge now. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that we don't need certifications for, but yeah, we I know, can right? still be an expert in. <laughs> yep. Okay. Guiding principles. So the guiding principles, like I like to think of, you know, how if we're here, this is where we are. This is our reality. This is where we want to be. This is how we want to feel. There's something that has to be the foundation that brings us from that A to B, our reality to our vision, to where we want to be. And the guiding principles are a set of principles that I've created for my clients that are the pillars of the bridge. So these guiding principles, like for example, one of the guiding principles is taking 100% responsibility for your results and taking 100% responsibility for where you are right now. That's a pillar, right? So that's a pillar that holds up the bridge that we're building. So the, the slats on the bridge could be things like these habits and routines, the pillars of health that we're building, but the guiding principles are what stabilize us. It's the foundation. So just like if you're thinking like um, religious concepts as well, right? A foundational belief in for example, Jesus Christ, right? Those, that, that foundational faith and belief are the pillars, and then you build the bridge. And so it's the same thing that I do within my programs. Um, I teach them these guiding principles. We start to embody them, we live them. One of them also is like showing up every day, even sometimes when you don't feel like it, right? Feelings aren't always facts. We use discipline while we're building habits and routines. So those are the, the pillars that help build the bridge, the foundations. And then plan in advance. Yeah, plan in advance is one of my favorites. I called it plan in advance, but what I really like to think of it, and, and it is plan in advance, but I like to think about it like you've heard the, the phrase, what you focus on grows, right? What you focus on, and this is a mindset principle too, what you focus on, what you are intentionally thinking about is what shows up for you more in your life. So like, for example, if you're going out to buy a car and you want a really specific kind of car and you're, you're shopping around, you see that car everywhere. 
right? It just shows up. And that is this principle. So I teach them how to plan in advance, think about things before they happen, be really intentional, like planning your day, right? Even down to time management. Like if you intentionally think through your day and plan your day, what's going to show up for you? It's what you had planned for yourself is more more likely to show up for yourself than if you just let the day run you rather than you running your day. So I have them be intentional about planning in advance, not just like a month in advance. I like to teach like a 90 day goal planning system, but um, so I'll have them plan in advance down to their vision, their 90 day goals and commits. And then even down to the date, like what is today going to look like? What, what does your nutrition need to look like? What do you need to do today to set yourself up for success? How do you want to feel today? Let's, let's be intentional about those things. Let's write them down. Let's plan it. And so then it takes a lot of the willpower out of having to make decisions later because you've already made decisions and you've set yourself up for success. But also when you're intentional about those things, that is what is most likely to show up for you in your day, in your week, in your month, in your year. Accountability. Yeah. So accountability, you know, a lot of people think I just, I just need an accountability coach. I need someone to just, you know, hold my hand and help me. And Whereas maybe initially people need that to get started with something. Um, for example, in my 12 week group, I, I do assign everyone a personal accountability coach. So they have someone checking in on them. We have small accountability group calls, but ultimately what I want to instill in people and to help them create is an inner sense of accountability so that they don't have to rely on anyone else for their results and for their success. They are their own internal motivators. They hold themselves accountable. And I feel like every person who wants to create long-term anything, uh, health and wellness, building a business, right? They have to have that inner accountability. A long time ago, I heard someone say, it would be nice if your, if your spouse was on the same page as you. It would be really nice if your mom supported um, your goals and what you were trying to do. It'd be really nice if the kids wanted to eat everything that you made for dinner. <laughs> However, is it necessary for you to reach your goals and to, you know, per what I teach, reclaim your right to vibrant health? Do you have to have that outer, outer accountability? No, it would be nice, but we don't have to have it. And so we have to learn what that looks like and what it feels like to build and practice that inner accountability so at the end of the day, again, it kind of goes back to the guiding principle that I talked about, taking that 100% responsibility for our own actions, our own results, and then being that accountability for ourselves. And we, we build those, we create those processes. It's, it's like these things all, all tied together. It's the mindset tied into the habits and routines, right? Like embodying some of these guiding principles, all of those things really come together to create that inner accountability. A lot of the people who come to me, I, we talk a lot about victimhood and martyrdom. Like a lot of women, they play the victim. They blame their results and where they're at on other things, external people or things. And or I think that's not just women. It's, it's human yes. nature. Yeah, human nature. And yeah, like the martyrdom too. Like you do everything for everyone else and you put yourself on the back burner in the name of, you know, I'm doing this for everyone else and putting yourself last. Yeah. And when there's nothing left in the tank, you got nothing left to give. Exactly. 
And so I call people out on that all the time. How fun is that? <laughs> How well do they take sometimes it? Sometimes they like it. Sometimes they don't like it. But they'll always thank you later if they're willing to do the work, right? If they're willing to step in and do some of that mindset stuff. Because they'll reckon, everyone recognizes that in themselves. If they're, we've all been a victim. Like you said, it's human nature. We've all been a victim. We've all probably sat in that martyrdom seat from time to time. Um, and so we can all recognize it in ourselves, but are we willing to do anything about it? Because what does that say about us if we're not where we want to be, but we're responsible for our results? So then you have to be willing to do some of that mindset work. Well, it's the power of saying the two-letter word. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That's hard for a lot of people. It's hard. And especially when, you know, you and I are very involved in a voluntary church and it's just, you get asked to do things all the time for volunteering and to say no, it's difficult, mm -hmm. but I will tell you all, I'm getting much better at it. And it's like, just not only saying no with, with people who are asking you to do things, it's saying no, like, no, I have boundaries mm -hmm. and no, this is okay for my family. We're going to, you know, mm -hmm. so say no yeah, a little bit more often mm -hmm. and it's okay. And say yes to yourself more. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, gosh. I have so many people that are like, well, my husband doesn't want me to do this or we don't, we shouldn't pay for that. You can say yes to yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't need someone to give you permission. Right. Right. You hear this all the time. Yep. I, was, I know it's one of the biggest uh, negative, like people are getting into programs or like mm -hmm. they want to work with you so bad, but then they have to go ask their husband for permission. Screw that. <laughs> You know, you have the balance too. And I have the balance with my husband. We just, we've just learned over the last few years where it's like, look, I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing, stay out of each other's way and we'll both be successful. Yeah. But when we get in each other's ways, that's when the business falters or that's when the decisions and the fighting happens. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's that mutual respect too. Right. And so that's one of the things that um, my husband and I have done really well too over the years is come to this mutual respect for one another and out of respect for each other, having conversations about big decisions, but ultimately he wants me to be successful. He wants me to succeed and vice versa. So he, he never tells me no when I want to do something because we have that mutual respect for each other and we just figure out how to make it work with each other. Right. And so I, I, I like that. We're the that. same like, way now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll be like, Hey honey, there's an event coming up. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to it. Yep. So uh, you're in charge yep. for the few, few, few days I'm gone. Yep. Then he, you know, yesterday, Hey, um, my friend just shot an elk. I'm going to go help him unpack it. When, okay. When am I going to see you? You know, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it is. So you gotta, you gotta give that give and take where you do. I like that, that version of it, mutual respect where, yeah, I respect him to, to be him. He's going to respect me to be me and pursue what I want to pursue. He can pursue what he wants to pursue. And together, as long as the bills are paid, they're paid. Exactly. exactly. And you'll notice that when you guys have, whether it be, you know, you want to get into that program or you want to do this thyroid program or you want to do this business program or or whatever it is, if you feel like it's right for you, 
have that honest conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, look, we invest now. It's going to change our life. Mm-hmm. It's going to change my life and how I feel, which in turn changes how I treat my sit, my kids and my husband. And, you know, there's a trickle effect when we focus on you. So say no, say yes. Mm-hmm. Know when to say yes. Well, and I know like when I was doing, when I was in the midst of all my health problems, we were really poor and we, I found the program that I wanted to do with this functional medicine doctor and it was thousands of dollars. And we both were on the same page. Like if this is going to help me have my quality of life back and so that I can show up for my kids so that I can show up and be a good mom, be a good wife and, and, and just feel good myself. I remember the first day that I woke up and I was like, I went through the day and I didn't feel like in the mid afternoon that I, the chronic fatigue had lifted. And I remember that feeling the first time that that happened in my healing journey. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is worth a hundred gazillion dollars. Like I am so grateful that I was able to step into that program that I put on a credit card because I didn't have the money. Right. (laughs) And so I just had to step into that faith place, knowing that this was the thing I needed to do. And it was a hundred percent worth it. And it does, it does change your life. It's a transformational experience. And I also think, you know, you hear the cliche, like your health is your best wealth. Well, it is really at the end of the day, how many medications do you want to be paying for every single month? How many doctors? Visit I was just going to say, let's reverse this because yeah. <laughs> if you were to have stayed on your same path, how much money would you have spent in the last 10 years yeah. getting absolutely nowhere? Marriage counseling, all the specialists, right? Just think about all that stuff. Therapists, like things that I was able to avoid because I was willing to step into something that helped me physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just really have to turn that flip it around and and see it from that other perspective. All right, guys, she's a walking testimonial. Molly, where can we find you? There's two places. Um, I do have a free Facebook group. It's called vibrant health and wellness for women. And that is just a free space where I provide content in there. I go live every Wednesday at 1130 mountain standard time. And I answer questions in there that are pertinent to you today. So this group is really specifically for women, largely in that 30 to 50s, 60s age range, Um, women who want to know how to reclaim their right to vibrant health in a way that is simple, healthy, and sustainable. Um, So you're going to hear me talk a lot about these six pillars of health and these six steps of success, and we dig into topics like gut health, and um, we're, we're having a topic pretty soon about pelvic health. Um, pelvic floor health. We're just, we just do a lot of that stuff. We talk about all the things. We talk about hormones and and weight loss resistance and all the things. Um, so that's a great space to be first. And then uh, if you want to learn more about me, my team, uh, Fair Fitness and Nutrition is the name of my company. And uh, that's we have P-H- a Yes, P-H- P-H-A-I-R. Fitness, P-H, both Fair and Fitness is the P-H. Um, fair fitness and nutrition. And so I do have, I sent Kylie the link for that website. That's my website where we just kind of talk about what is functional nutrition, introduce you to the team, talk about who we serve and different options that we have for working with us. And we also do free discovery calls. So the link is on that page as well to just schedule a free chat where we can talk through what you're going through and, and see if working together is a good fit or 
worst case scenario, you walk away with some, some good next step tips. Yeah. She's a nutritionist and an exercise. What do they call personal those? Trainer, yeah. Personal trainer. Yeah. Personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call you a PT, but I, like a physical therapist. Yeah. So I knew that was wrong. Not a physical therapist. No. <laughs> okay. So she's going to combine not only the nutrition, but the real true overall healing journey that requires more than just diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. And if you have questions about exercise, she's the girl because she's got that background too. Yeah. So go join her Facebook group, Vibrant Health and Wellness for Women. We'll put all those links in the comments below. Awesome. And if you are in Meridian, Idaho, find their gym locations, right? Rockbox Fitness. Rockbox Fitness. Cool. All right, Molly, keep doing your thing. Thanks, Kylie. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Wasn't that just so good? Loaded with tons of information, just as this podcast has been the entire time. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been around for a while, I love it. Thank you for your support. I would be so grateful if the newbies and the oldies would leave a review on their favorite podcast listening app. Take a screenshot of that review and email it to my team. We've got some goodies coming out to you if you do that. My team's email is drkylieteam at gmail.com. If you're a practitioner and you do not have a thriving virtual practice yet, you need one. Now is the year. Now is your year. Don't let another thing get thrown at us by this world and take you down. Let's future-proof your practice. Let's get you creating and living and thriving in a practice that you love, that provides you with more time freedom, more energy, and location freedom, and financial freedom too. We will be doing just this in two days in Orlando, Florida at the Wyndham Grand Resort. Grab your ticket at drkylieburton.com slash in dash this dash together dash live. There are 200 seats for the in-person event and you can attend there. You can attend virtually wherever you are in the world. Why? Because I'm here to help you. If you're not a practitioner, I'm going to help you too. I've got a book out on Amazon called Why Are My Labs Normal? If you haven't grabbed it yet, go grab it and learn how to read your blood work a better way to never have to rely on anybody else again. And that's a wrap. I'll see you on the next episode.